This podcast is brought to you by Enrollment Resources, Innovations in Enrollment Management. Learn more at enrollmentresources.com. Schools were all the rage for so many years. With schools, it was a way to flow these leads to these schools. Yet what we learned, Shane, very quickly was that these were not leads. They were problematic and they were messes and the, the poor admissions te- uh, people were just beaten down having to deal with these folks and the regulations were conspiring as well to create additional pressures on admissions departments and um, it, it's just the, it, it feels to me sometimes like the folks in admissions take all the heat for just poor business practices elsewhere. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, and it's it's been tough. You know, the the you know there was a good ten year period there of one percent conversion rates, or darn near it, and so a lot of time pounding the phones to try to contact and persuade people to come in. Really not uh, given the tools to do so. The notes here, the, the disclosure regulations aren't helping because any leverage we used to have where we could hold back information is kind of a way to get somebody in the door has been taken away. And really the third, the rise of kind of the social media and these review sites allow anyone with an opinion to, you know, kind of form um, whether someone's even going to inquire with you or not. And so I, I think from our perspective at least, it's this kind of era of the empowered consumer. Yeah, you know, and there's there's like the old way and the new way. We've heard that term, but really it's not about the old way. It's about really how it's being done now and how it really doesn't, how, how the way it's done now doesn't work. And it's not old way, new way. It's about taking the existing way and and making it better. And so I guess really the the... The existing way, the big focus that we see is it's all about efficiency, um, efficiency, efficiency. And while that has uh, works to a degree, it has big pitfalls. Do you want to sort of develop or share with the folks what, what we mean by efficiency? And mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I do. The, so the, the technological solutions, so the things that are available right now to help, help reps succeed, which is in engaging and, you know, helping prospective students kind of define their career path, focuses on, uh, like in the list here, speed to call. So, hey, boy, we got tools now. We can get them on the phone in 30 seconds. And we can automate this contact sequence. And, uh, you know, some of our friends in the sector have done an awesome job building tools to really take best advantage of, of the data available on how often you should call people and when you should call them. The texting platforms, the lead scoring, it's all around helping people be more efficient. But it doesn't really address the core problem, as we see it at least. And the core problem is effectiveness, right? Because this is still a people business, and you can put all these great tools in place, but at the end of the day, you're trying to connect on an emotional level with somebody who is in pain, right? They're at a, a stuck point in their life, and they view the school as a path out of that stuck point. Great to build on that? Yeah, so effectiveness is really... Um 
is about creating deep roots for the um, deep roots for that tree to grow. It's um, it's about um, um, spending the effort, spending the time to go and um, create a high quality peer engagement with a prospective student and help them through their life path. It's about getting rid of asses and classes as a philosophy, which is an efficient philosophy, and moving more toward um, working with people to actually as human beings, and and which is where most schools I think want to be. Um, but again, the problem is um, with effectiveness, Shane, is that up to now there haven't been ways to take this mushy sort of deep-rooted peer orientation of helping somebody improve their life and kind of jamming it into business um, metrics. So, you know, efficient behavior is about getting stuff done. Uh, asses in classes, um, but there's like lots of collateral damage. I'm sure, folks, if you've been in a work environment where you have a driver, controller type personality that are just pushing things through, but they leave it lots of annoyed people all around them and and it manifests passive aggressive behavior or maybe that's like a primary relationship at home or what have you um effective behavior speaks to the need of deepening the, the that connection and again that, just to reiterate um effective is tough to pull off in business it's really tough because it's inefficient. It's messy. Efficient and effective don't dance well together. Until now, and that's why we feel, Shane, that we have this little game breaker because we've now been able to take the effectiveness that people need to do that good deep work and, and we've been able to create an efficient platform for we people to do it. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah no, that's that's totally fair. And... and as a setup, it's great. So here's what we tried to solve with this thing. And it started 18 months ago with the idea, how do we get prospects to pursue us more than us having to pursue them? How do we get somebody to want to talk with us, want to come in for a tour, want to engage with our um, uh, admission staff? And so we came up with this virtual admissions advisor that allows students to explore your school in a safe, fun, and meaningful way at various points in the admissions funnel. And in a second, we're going to show you three examples of that in action. And when somebody's at the top of the funnel, where they're in the considering uh, stage, I think this is the, a, a mistake a lot of marketers certainly make, is that they tend to focus on a choose-me kind of marketing message. Hey, choose our school over the guys next door. When really the majority of the market and the majority of the angst that a prospective student has isn't about whether I pick one school or the other. It's whether they even want to do it or not. Is school even hey, Shane, if I, can, if I can jump into and just add a little bit to that, that's a really interesting comment. Um, and the disconnect from where I see it is that the um, how how these internet marketing companies have have they've sold to schools. Hey, here's an internet lead for you. It's um, and in fact, they're not leads. They're not even close to being leads. Like the the decision making process to go to change your life and go back to school can be like a year. 
a year and a half long. I mean, it takes a year to decide to buy a car. Um, so it, it's, it's a long process. And what schools don't realize is that when somebody jumps on the Internet, as an example, they're, in, they're viewing it as research. And when they're filling out Internet forms to get for information, naively they believe they're just gathering information at the early phase of their process. And the marketers on the other side are going, oh, this is a lead, and there's this huge disconnect. And 70% of people who are Internet leads are really just in the research phase. And there's a huge disconnect. That's a great point. And so we've got this um, chasm between what the prospect is thinking that is happening to them and what the uh, the school thinks the stage they're at, and that chasm uh, fosters an environment of lack of trust, which is a huge barrier to getting to the heart of the matter with the prospective student. Yeah, an extreme example would be that poor... A couple that come for the free dinner at the hotel, not realizing they're in for a timeshare pitch. Right. <laughs> okay. So I think we've set this up enough. So let me, I want to open up some, let's see some examples of this, because that's really, where the, let's, this is where the rubber meets the road. Oh, oh I've got some, cool, uh, anyway. Okay. So here's the first example I want to share you. This is the first one we started with. It's called the Career Readiness Quiz. So how uh, Shane, expect- Shane yeah. where, would I, where would I see this? Ah, good question. So a link to this would be posted on your website. A link to this would be posted on the thank you page after an inquiry has been generated. Uh, this can also be used in your remarketing, so as a uh, part of your content strategy that goes out to people that have inquired but you've not connected with yet. Now, I noticed that there's our logo is up in the top left corner. When a school takes this on, does our logo stay there, or is it their logo? Or Oh, yeah, it's their logo. Everything about this is customizable. The photos, the logos, the content, everything is customized to the school. Okay. Okay, so let's let's be an ex- let's do the, use this as an example. And Greg, I'm going to make you the example here. Oh my gosh, Greg Meekle John. So you put in your info here. Yeah. Okay, we're going to say uh, Greg at enrollmentresources.com. And okay. uh, the campus, we'll just call it Campus One. So here's sure. how we get started. So now and this is on the thank you page, right? Uh, yeah, this would be there on the website or a thank you page, and how it would be promoted is, hey, not sure if you're ready for school? Take the career readiness quiz and find out. You know, that's really important because you're going to go right to their their turf, which is, hey, I'm not sure if I'm ready to go to school or not, so you're not making that bad assumption. Yeah, so let's find out if you're ready to go to school. So I'm going to say you're interested primarily in, well, this is a demo, so it's just program one. And, hey, possibly program two. So, Greg, what research have you done on the, the program's career path? Oh, great question, Shane. Um, well, you know, I've talked to my friends and my family, um, and I, I have done some online research as well, but that's about it. Great, okay. And what's your current situation, Greg? I'm working, but I hate my job. 
Awesome. A year from now, if nothing changed, how would you feel? I'd want to slit my wrists. Okay, so I'll call that frustrated that you're still in the same place a year from now. At the very least, oh yeah. Okay. What are some of your goals, Greg? Um, <laughs> I'll stop using sarcastic humor. Um, I want a better life for sure. Uh, I'm just having trouble forming up details. I do want to make more money. Um, and, you know, I would like to give my kids, uh, I'd like to put them in private school. Okay, great. Any other goals? Um, I want to buy out my business partner. <laughs> no, just kidding, kidding, kidding. Okay, no, that's it. That's my goals. Great. Okay, let's see if we can get a beat on what kind of person you are. Oh, so, very nice using person. Using this slider, yeah. So would you? are you more a goes-along person or more a take-charge person? <sighs> I'm kind of halfway between the middle and take-charge. I'm okay, kind of three-quarters of the way. Yeah, yeah, about there. And yeah. are you a more quiet person or a talkative person? I tend to be chatty, but not hugely so. I'm kind of in there, yeah, about there. Okay. Cooperative or competitive? I'm historically, like, I kind of have this laid-back persona, but I'm a hyper-competitive person, but I've learned how to temper it, so. Okay, so you're a reformed competitor. Kind of, yeah. Calm or excitable? I'm on the calm side. Um, I can flip out on occasion, but, uh, you know, I'm pretty calm. Okay. Serious or friendly? I'm a pretty friendly guy. I'm a pretty upbeat, happy guy. And reserved, or are you more outgoing person? You know, when we do talks, you know, I, I, after a talk, I have to go sit by myself for 15, 20 minutes. Um, I put me in the middle there, yeah. Great. Okay. So we'll see if we get this. And Okay, let's see if you're a match for our school. You know, are okay. you, so just answer these true or false. Just uh, I learn best hands-on. True. Okay. I want an education that's focused on a specific career path. Yes. Okay, true. It's important to me that the school helps me with job placement after graduation. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I want training I can complete in less than a year. Yeah, that would be ideal. I don't want to be out of work too much. Uh, I learn best in a small class environment. Uh, Yeah, that's correct, yeah. Okay, my instructors should have real-world experience in their field. Versus what? Uh, Theoretical knowledge. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to learn about a new career from somebody who's just read it out of a book. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> okay. A few more things. Do you, do you have your high school diploma or a GED? Yes. Okay, and you graduated when? Uh, way back when. We'll say 89. Uh, well, do you have a reliable you. way to get to school? Yes, yeah. I have a car. Do you have access to child care? Someone can help you take care of the children? Yes, I do. Okay. Since high school, have you ever attended a college or any other type of school? Why, yes, I have. Okay. And have you ever applied for financial aid before? I did when I went to college. That's correct, yeah. Okay, great. Last section. Who are your supporters? You know, there's usually kind of three types of support that people need. Moral support, you know, help you keep on path, financial support, and lifestyle support. Yeah, I would say, um, well, Shane, you could be my supporter. Yeah, Shane. Yeah, and um, my wife, Cindy. Okay, great. Cindy, your wife. Is there anyone that isn't supportive of your education plans? Um, No, I'm I'm all 
I have lots of fans. Okay. Oh, look at that. Look at this, Greg. So you're 89% ready to go to school. I am? Exceptional. great. Wow. Yeah. And um, if, if this was not a demo, there would, be, of course, be programs associated or careers associated with the program, and there'd be a handy little link to the ONET so you could explore that in more detail. Right. So, Shane, let's go to role play. So what you're saying is that with all the, the programs that are listed, then, then there's summaries of what the careers, because it is a career readiness quiz. In this demo, there was nothing pertaining to the careers at all. So, yeah, that's uh, that's correct. This would be populated with real programs, and the ONET links would be uh, as listed in the disclosure documents. Right. Okay. We could put that in yeah. the demo yeah. for the future. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this okay, summarizes well, everything you put out. Hey, it 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 kind of pegged you as a uh, kind of a mid driver with expressive tendencies. Okay. So drivers. Are often perceived as businesslike and results-oriented as people who do like to take initiative. Is that more or less how you feel? Yeah, that kind of it's, that's me, half promoter guy, half driver guy. That's about right. Great. And it's and it looks looks like you're a match for uh, all six of these areas that are the strengths of our school: the hands-on learning, career-focused education, oh, job placement. So those, in fact, are the benefits of your school. That's oh, correct. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Good. So now, Greg, now that you've uh, gone through this, can you go back a page, please? Just go yeah. back. Yeah. Just go scroll down. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. So, hey, Greg, your next step is to schedule a tour of the campus. Mm-hmm. And you meet with somebody, and you get more information on this. Um, what would you like to have happen when you come in and see us? Um, I'd like you know information on the start dates and uh, programs. Um, I'd like uh, to meet with a faculty member, and I'd like to uh, talk with some current students. Great. Days of the week you're available. Uh, Monday. Great. And are you morning, afternoon, or evening? Uh, morning. Wonderful. And you will grant us consent to call you? Yes. Wonderful. Great. You were done. You have now gone through the career training readiness quiz, and someone will be in touch with you to schedule that appointment and to talk about all the things you want to talk about. Great news. Good. So, folks, on the call, you can see that what this does, or, or let me back up. Once this is all submitted, or while it's being submitted, this content, of course, populates and is communicated to the admissions team. And as a result, the admissions rep, when phoning Greg, our prospect here, has a great deal of insight into the kind of person he is, his goals, his current situation, some potential um, uh, pitfalls possibly towards enrollment, um, what he wants to accomplish when he comes in and sees you, which is proving hugely valuable. Now, we've got some uh, metrics to share shortly on that, but I want to take you through two more, and I don't think we need to finish these, but just two more examples of how you can use this virtual admissions to both help a prospect better understand whether they're a fit for your school and equip your admissions team with um, 
a bunch of information that would be hugely valuable for them. So, Greg, I'm going to use you again in this, in this example. In this example, this would be at a, uh, used by a high school rep. So the high school reps in the school or in the course of following up with some uh, students he's spoken, he or she's spoken with would use this uh, tool as a way to engage those students. Now, I have a question. Um, yeah. Like some, some of those questions I don't like um, in that demo. If I was to do this, could I alter the questions to use my own jargon? And uh, can I add in questions that I want? Or what's the yes. deal? Absolutely. You can customize it to your heart's content. You can change the language. You can, if you don't want the amount of uh, questions asked, you can turn off any group of questions so they just don't show up and it doesn't affect uh, and it, the, it runs perfectly. Okay. So we'll just do, let's do the high school one real quick and then I want to show one more example. We'll get back to the slide deck. So, hey, Greg, you're a, we're going to say you're senior. a senior. Yeah. And what kind of education do you plan on pursuing after education? I'm undecided. Okay, so you don't undecided. know. Yeah. And you know you're doing. You've got some research options. You do your, your research you've done on your education options. Just talked to my family so far. Okay. And you're considering uh, a couple Those of these programs. programs. Yeah. Are your yeah. parents supportive of your education plans? Oh, I don't understand what you mean by that. Um, uh, you mean giving me money? Well, do they, you know, if you, you're undecided about your education, how do your parents feel about that? Uh, they are somewhat supportive. Okay, they'd like you to have maybe more direction. But they're not really helping me. Got it. Okay. And then, gosh, is career education a good fit for you? Because I know you're considering, you know, you're not sure what you want to do. Uh, career education typically offers shorter programs, more hands-on approach, and a more clear, um, direct career path. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, these are the, the similar to the previous question. I'm just going to mark them true in the spirit of time. Mark a couple of them false, Shane. Sure. Great idea. See if the, the score goes and alters. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Just number two only. Okay. Yeah. And your supporters, so you've got, uh, who, who are the people in your life as high school, Greg, who you'll be leaning on? Well, actually, it's very interesting. It's Mary, my mom, John, my dad, and Tom, my best buddy. Awesome. Okay. Well, hey, Greg, it looks like you're 79% ready to go to school. And there's some... You know, there's some things that career education would be a good fit for. You like the hands-on learning and the career-focused education. Job placement wasn't important to you, so that's maybe not a match with us. Small class was good, but uh, training in less than a year, you're willing to put in a couple more years if you really want. Now, Shane, if we can bust out of this role play for just a sec, mm -hmm. you know, you and I are having a bit of a contrived conversation over this demo, but what comes to mind is that when we do these mystery shops on schools, a lot of the admissions reps really have no discipline to follow, no best practice to follow um, as far as being thorough and complete with somebody when they get them on the phone. And by my way of thinking, you know, as I'm thinking about how you and I are going back and forth, this is really rich. And um, this could be a really excellent platform for admissions reps to 
use on the phone. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we, we I didn't plan for that one today, but there's absolutely an implementation uh, for reps to use on the phone. Uh, that'll segue to this one other one real quick, which was to use it um, in the lobby when the, or pre-tour. So, hey, um, Greg, you're going to come in and see, or you're sitting in the lobby, and I'm Shane, your uh, admissions rep. I give a little survey that... Uh, gets allows me to get a real quick beat on you and for you to communicate what you want to have happen in that tour as a way to really set up that interview to be a very positive experience for you. Now I have a point of I have a point of fear here in that if if I'm sitting in the lobby and I bring this up and I look at your photo, I'm going to scream if this, and run away. God, that's an ugly photo. My Rude. lord. Well, oh, sorry. We'll put two more <laughs> we're we're like, we're getting a little bit short on time, so I want to we'll we'll save that one. We're happy to show that one in person. So, but, Shane, if I could just jump in. So, really, what you're saying there is is the the scenario is the receptionist comes out and says, "Hey, let's prepare for a successful um, interview together. Take five minutes and complete this, and then uh, you guys can look at this information together." And what you're telling me is this just gets the interview portion uh, off on a really solid footing. Yeah, it's it's that uh, setting the agenda. You know, we know in, in successful admissions, the first thing you have to do with the prospect is set the agenda, get buy-in on the agenda. What exactly is going to happen? That's the, the a key part of um, creating trust and disarming any uh, fear or sales prejudice that a prospect might have. So mm-hmm. this is a simple little system that does that. And when gotcha. we look how it how it supports us in the admissions funnel is what that does is, is it just kind of greases the skids for that prospect sitting in the waiting room or the prospect who uh, has an appointment tomorrow, but they're, you know, they're getting cold feet and they may not show up, so we send them a little thing to give them some confidence that they are, in fact, control of this process. Oh, so you can use this as a tool to improve show rate. I get it. Yes. So th- these are the three examples we use today within this uh, software, there's multiple pathways between various parts of the funnel to support your admissions team and equip them with um, insight uh, into their prospects so they can create a more rich, connection-filled, empathetic experience for that prospect. Awesome. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And um, make a whole ton of money. Yeah, so that, I guess, is a segue to, like, let's we, I noticed that we are, if we're going to keep this to a half an hour, we want to keep um, moving along here, hey? So, Yeah. So here's what we know over the last 18 months of testing. When we used virtual admissions as a secondary offer on the website of schools, it helped increase lead flow off the website between 18 and 24%. That was the, the range. For prospects that went through the survey, the career readiness quiz, and made a tour request, those tour requests uh, converted to enrollment 76 to 107% higher than uh, a normal website lead. So it almost doubled, in many cases, doubled the conversion rate 
just by having them go through that and making the overture that, hey, I want to come in and talk to you. Man, I'm trying to do the math on that. Um, Let me help you. Mo- okay. Let's do it. So this is the revenue case study. Here's, here's what this translates into. So we're going to pretend it's a single campus or you know, a single business unit within a larger campus system. They're generating, on average, 150 website leads per month, 60 leads through paid search. There's a 7% lead to enrollment rate, and the average tuition is $14,000. So Shane, I'm, gonna get you to, I'm just going to get you to maybe reboot the PowerPoint because um, it's just uh, flattened out here to the beginning. Um, oh. Here, let me... Uh, huh. Is that any better? It's as, uh, it's, no, it goes back to the beginning of the deck, so... Hmm. Sorry, guys. Uh, That's okay. Uh, I'm going to just stop screen sharing for a sec and turn it back on. How's that? Uh, it's at the first page. Hmm. Yeah. Well, let's go through the, the numbers. You have access to them. And, yeah, um, hopefully the others can see it. I'm not sure I'm having trouble troubleshooting this. That's okay. Well, let's just keep rolling. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, Dave says hit play. Uh, yeah, no, I've done that. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. You know what? We'll we'll, uh, we'll email this deck out. So th- okay. You know, it looks like we're having some go-to-webinar issues. So in, in this case study, anyway, so with the 150 website leads, paid, 60 paid search leads, 7% conversion rate, $14,000 average tuition, the increase in leads off the website alone, that would be about a 32 additional leads per month, which, based on those numbers, would generate an increase of $30,870 per month, just on the lead generation increase alone. When wow. we add, yeah, no, it's a lot. So that's, what, 360000 a year, a bit more? Uh, hmm. When we add in the increase in conversion rate on those tour requests, so the person they've got to the end and they've made a tour request, that generates, out of those 210 leads, about a third of the people make a tour request. So it's 63 tour requests in this example. We're going to double the conversion rates, more or less double. That creates an extra 4.85 additional enrollments, which increases revenue another $67,914. So what's that work out to for an annual? Um... Are you ready? One point one eight five million dollars. All right, so it's around a hundred thousand dollars a month in in, in found re- enrollment revenue for like a medium sized single campus school. I guess you could say, hey. Yes. Interesting. It is okay. So, well, and and what's really interesting is that. That speaks to, to two metrics within this, but those aren't all, the only positive metrics, right? Those are the very easy, quantifiable ones that we have based on the last 18 months of data. But there's other uh, metrics in this new version 3 that we haven't even started measuring yet, such as um, the positive experience that a prospect has with you now that the, you have a much more orchestrated, systemized admissions process. Right. And you can also 
create psychographic profiles or personas, I believe, right? You can create that. We In uh, a, a coming version of the release uh, that will be available soonish, um, it will aggregate all the answers anybody has put in over the whole data set and start to build out a psychographic profile. So you could, for example, say, hey, my allied health program tends to attract more um, expressive personalities. And they answered, you know, 90 or 57% shared these characteristics, which is going to give the marketers a huge insight into who their real prospective student is, who their ideal prospect is. Now, uh, my cool stuff happening. My last question is, is this, uh, like, tell me, like, compliance, you hate to think of defense as your main benefit, but compliance, I'm so fearful of, you know, one of these pinheads from the regulators coming in and wiping out my school. Um, yeah, great question. So this has been scrubbed by uh, two different compliance experts to make sure that it was fully compliant, that there's no red flags for anybody, uh, and it's been given the, um, you know, a, an endorsement. It's also been implemented with about 40 schools across the country who also have their own uh, compliance departments that have also scrubbed it and signed off on it. So um, th this actually creates a more compliant experience because you control the content and you can systemize it. Whereas with reps, everyone has a bad day. Not all reps fully appreciate the uh, true um, horror show of the regulations. And so this creates... I would argue, uh, a more compliant, uh, a better process that is more likely to save your butt. Huh. So, uh, you know, that as much as you hate to even have to talk about that stuff, um, I guess what comes to mind for me is that the admissions reps, um, they perform in an uneven way. It's a bell curve. And some people um, don't tell the truth. Some people will lean on puffery to bring someone in. Um, and I think it's really important to have a consistency. Mm -hmm. And so I guess with, say, sales training, everyone is taught about this, but people quit, people forget, people resist. Whereas it seems to me with this process, you're actually, um, uh, it's like, okay, this is what you have to do. And you can use your personality in and around it, but this is what has to be touched on in order for us to be compliant and to have a best practice in admissions. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, that's totally fair. So I think we should open it up to questions now. Folks, we don't have time and to show there's a whole back-end engine that runs this thing, which is incredible and gives you a lot of... Um, real-time insight to what's going on. If you'd like to have a look at that and talk about whether this would have application for your school, I'd um, encourage you to book a time for a short demo with me. Um, in the meantime, why don't we open it up to questions and just see if anyone wants to uh, uh, learn something specific. You, you can do that. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, there is one other thing. Is um if you want to have a, a personal, um, 
personal uh, review of what's under the hood. Folks, um, you just have to text uh, the following number, 250-391-9494, 250-391-9494, and Paul Bird. Uh, yeah, this works with text name. So, um, oh, yeah, and so Paul, he will uh, look after you, and we'll see if we can book up a, like a short fifteen minute to show you all the machinations under the hood. It's intriguing. If you're kind of a geek, a process improvement geek, um, you'll be fascinated by it. So, sorry, Shane. So, yeah. So. Um, uh, a couple options, ask questions. You can unmute yourself. Um, I'm not sure how you do that. Star six. Okay, great. So if you'd like to ask a question, you can press star six, or within the um, uh, little control panel and go to webinar, there's a question section. You can just type it in there. Uh, Shane, you might uh, have uh, done such a good job that... Uh, well, I've got a question here from Paul. He said, where have you marketed this funnel? Uh, great question. So uh, we work with about uh, a bunch of schools across the country in a marketing capacity. We essentially run our, their marketing department, and that's allowed us to, to kind of beta and pilot this thing uh, in campaigns with about 40 schools uh, over the last 18 months. And so through the course of that work, we've been able to understand in very deep terms what is working, what isn't, and get access to conversion data from those clients. So it's been field tested with about 40 schools across the country. And that's where you, you've landed on the statistic of improving revenues 76 to 107%, correct? That's, that's correct, yeah. Came from real, real data from real schools. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, any other questions, uh, folks, before we let you go? I think that's it. Okay. Uh, right. well, hey, any, good. any personalized demos, folks, uh, that you want? Again, two five zero three nine one nine four nine four. Just text that, and uh, we'll look to set up some time for you. Awesome. Shane, you have the last word. Uh, well, I just I. We, we don't do product demos very often in our business, so I, I appreciate everybody hanging in there for it, and uh, I look forward to, or we look forward to talking to you. Thanks.